Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody to another episode of Animals to the Max. I am your host, Corbin Maxey. Welcome everybody to episode 14. Woo! Thank you so much for listening. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with what has been going on the last few days, have been insane. So if you don't follow me on my social platforms, which I encourage you to do, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, we uh, basically just got back from New York City to, uh, I believe it was my 26th or 27th time on the Today Show. And so we just got done filming that. I'm currently home, you know, trying to, I guess I kind of like decompress from the trip. I don't know about you out there, but it's just like, for some reason when I travel, and I'm doing something like the Today Show where there's a million things going on. It always takes me like a full day to recoup. And so, and I was so bad during this trip. I didn't check my emails. I was, you know, anyway. So finally decompressing. And I thought, you know what? I am going to do a podcast just kind of regarding the Today Show recap, the animals I was able to work with. And, you know, I, I'm happy I'm doing it now because I feel like, you know, if I would have, you know, waited a few days or at the beginning of next week, I don't know. I feel like it's not as fresh in my mind. So like, this is legit fresh. I just got back. I, my flight got in, oh my goodness, almost at midnight last night. And so today has been a complete catch up day, uh, cleaning the animals, spending time with them, feeding the animals. By the way, on a side note, this was the first time this year that Sonny, he's our, uh, 10 foot American alligator, almost 10 feet. The first time he has eaten this year, which is amazing. And, uh, for those of you wondering, oh my goodness, you know, he hasn't eaten for a few months. Well, that's completely normal in the wild. Alligators will go through a dormant period. And even though he's, he's housed outdoors, which is great. So on our property, we have uh, natural uh, geothermal water. And so the water comes out at like over a hundred degrees. And so he's out year round. His pool is outside. It steams like a hot tub, but even though it's warm in the winter months, he doesn't eat that much. And so it was pretty exciting. He had a couple of trout heads. Yeah, that's right. Rainbow trout. He loves the heads. And uh, yeah, super cool. So I just completely got sidetracked. But I was able to uh, feed Sonny and hang out with the animals. And like I said, catch up on emails. And now I'm doing this. And what an incredible trip. I, you know, first and foremost, I have to thank every one of you who follow me on the social channels or who comment or, you know, who send me messages. It, it honestly means so much that you guys care about kind of watching this wild journey and, you know, and also that you care about animals and, you know, and, and, and learning about animals. And it's so funny because sometimes I think like, oh my goodness, do you guys like actually watch the segments or do you just, you know, like the content? Oh, you see a cute picture of a porcupine, you know, you just click like, you know, you pass through, scroll through people's, you know, attention spans are so short these days on social media, but to actually like have you, you know, message me and say, oh my goodness, Quilliam the porcupine was looking for a mate. That was hilarious in the audience. Or for those of you who watch the, the cockatoo grab a dollar from, oh my goodness, former first lady, Laura Bush. Anyway, so it's awesome that you guys are actually watching. And so kind of just want to just, I kind of just talk about the trip. It was such a good time. We uh, flew in, actually flew in a couple days before the Today Show. And this trip was different. And the, the whole Today Show segment was different. And so if you tuned into the special announcement episode, I believe episode 12, you'll know that this, this Today Show taping was different just because we were filming in front of a studio audience 
in front of a, and actually using Megan Kelly's studio. And so it was different because of course the winter Olympics are going on. And so definitely a, you know, just a kind of a different type of experience. So I was really looking forward to this appearance. Another really neat thing is that I was actually working with three different organizations regarding animals. And so a big question I get from people is they ask me, are those your animals? And the answer is no. None of the animals I worked with on the show during the segment were mine. And so to put together these segments to try to make them as exciting, as educational as possible, you know, you have to reach out through different organizations. And so I teamed up with my good friends from the Turtleback Zoo. This was actually the third time I've worked with them. They're a great team over there. I teamed up with uh, my really good friend, uh, Fung Lu. He is literally one of the world's best bird trainers. He has a great um, organization. It's called Animal Behavior and Conservation Connections. Yeah, try to say that 10 times or as fast as you can on TV. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Anyway, so I worked with Fung Lu and then I worked with a brand new zoo and I'm going to get their name right. The Binghampton, or excuse me, not Binghampton. God, I'm so bad at this. The Binghampton Zoo. It was so funny. It's spelled like Binghampton. And so I was telling everyone, you know, prior, like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm working with the Binghampton Zoo. And my zoo friends are like, wait, what? I've never heard of that zoo. I'm like, no, the Binghampton Zoo. And they're like, you mean the Binghampton Zoo? So, yeah, you don't pronounce the Hampton. So, anyway, happy I found that out prior to going on in front of a few million people. So, trying to give them recognition. So, sorry about that from the team there, Courtney, Jackie, and Rachel. Sorry about that. But, um, super nice working with them. And so, basically... We put together a really exciting segment. We had, you know, a lot of people ask me for, or, you know, ask me what the theme was. And so for this theme, I think we had a little bit of a Valentine's Day theme. Some of our talking points I put together, you know, regarding the animals, courtships, um, <laughs> rituals, or kind of what they do, you know, regarding mating and all that type of fun stuff. But it really was um, also important for me, not only to just kind of do a segment regarding, you know, the Valentine's Day theme, this and that, but to have an interactive segment. And that's, that's really key. When you, when you do these segments, you want to be able to have animals, you know, to where the anchors or the talent are, are able to interact and are able to exhibit behaviors that you rarely see on TV. And so that kind of goes into the cockatoo grabbing the dollar from former first lady, Laura Bush. So I'll basically get into that in a second, but I want to tell you, I flew in a day early to actually film uh, for an upcoming webisode for Animals to the Max. If you haven't checked it out, check them out, go on YouTube, or uh, just go to CorbinMaxi.com. You can check them out. But uh, I was filming just, you know, these short webisodes, Animals to the Max, and was filming at the Turtleback Zoo. It was so much fun. It was, oh my goodness, I... You know, I haven't been to the Turtleback Zoo for nearly, oh my goodness, for eight years. And so things have completely changed. So for those of you unfamiliar with the Turtleback Zoo, yeah, they're about 45 minutes, I think. Maybe maybe 30 minutes outside of New York City, uh, located in Essex County in West Orange, New Jersey. And it is a awesome zoo. Such a fun zoo. And remind you, like mind you, I told you I haven't been there for eight years. So, so many things have changed. They have new exhibits. Uh, just new animals, just everything. So it was such a treat to be able to film there. And so we were able to film, like I said, we're hoping for a few segments. We we arrived and it was so crazy. So I don't know if any of you have ever been to, uh, you know, New York, but, you know, um, regarding the transportation, it's crazy there. So you usually have to take the train 
And anyway, I ended up missing the train. We were late, so we had to end up getting like an $88 Uber ride. Yeah, that was fun. I was talking to the driver. I'm like, hey, you want to come touch a giraffe? Maybe we can negotiate this Uber fare. That was a joke. Kind of kidding. But the guy started laughing. So anyway, but uh, we took an Uber there and we got to the zoo actually, I think like an hour early before we were supposed to film. Just because we had, you know, not factored in that we would be taking an Uber. We thought we would be, you know, taking the train. But yeah, we showed up and immediately we went to the reptile house of course you know my background and uh oh my goodness i the exhibits that this zoo has i first of all i love that they have multi-species exhibits so they have a beautiful komodo dragon exhibit inside the komodo dragon exhibit they have birds you know small birds i couldn't tell you the species sorry bird people but they were you know birds were flying around to the right they have this awesome tropical rainforest exhibit where I got to meet up with my favorite uh, Albert Einstein, the two-toed sloth. So Albert was hanging out in his tree stump or his log. You kind of see him, you know, peeking his head around. And then down below you have, and this was the craziest thing. So down below we had red foot tortoises that were swimming and this is so weird for me. I know that they that they do swim out in the wild, but and I've worked with redfoots before in, in a captive setting, even at our local zoo. But I literally have never seen one. I literally watched this tortoise kind of walk into this into the pond and actually swim over. In the middle of the pond, they had a they had a dish filled with a uh, with diet. They had greens, uh, several different types of greens, because they also had birds and ducks and you know different stuff in the exhibit. And this tortoise literally swam in this, I would say like at least the palm was two feet deep. So, you know, he wasn't touching and he just swam over and started munching on this diet. And I know I sound like a complete animal nerd, but for those of you reptile people, I thought it was so cool. I had no idea that they actively like swam and super neat. They also had caiman lizards, which are just a very unique tropical lizard found in, you know, central or excuse me, South America. So they were swimming, crawling on branches. You had basilisks or Jesus Christ lizards who, of course, walk on water, quote unquote. And so this is like all in one exhibit, you know, the sloths, ducks, we have other stuff, you know, running around. We have it just it was so cool. It's so cool to see like, I don't know, just to see these animals and how they would normally interact in the wild. I love when zoos do that. So I, uh, yeah, so anyway, super cool meeting up with Albert and seeing that. So not trying to get, you know, too in depth with that, but I just, I love that. I love that, you know, multi-species exhibit. So basically our first stop, we went to film, we went to the sea lion area, which is a brand new exhibit. And that was just incredible. They have two sea lions there and uh, we're able to get some great footage. I helped out with some diets Got to uh, meet some staff members. It was such a fun time. We actually made uh, enrichment items for the sea lions with this jello and the hearts. And oh, it was just such a good time. And we were able to, uh, I, I would say I didn't do a very good job, but I was able to quote unquote train a sea lion. I don't know. She said I didn't do that good, but the uh, the uh, keeper, Sam. But uh, hey, Sam, if you're listening. But it was such a good time to see these sea lions and all that type of good stuff. So after the sea lions, we were able to go to their Africa portion of the, uh, of the zoo, which is a phenomenal exhibit. The giraffe habitat is three acres. They had this beautiful multi-gazillion dollar giraffe barn. We got to <laughs> feed the giraffes. Uh, we, I, my goodness, it was crazy. But I'm not going to lie. My favorite part, and please don't tell the sea lion people. Maybe Sam isn't listening. Hopefully she isn't. Uh, just kidding. But really, my favorite part 
was their predator exhibit, their lion and hyena exhibit are right next to each other. And these are large, spacious exhibits. And, uh, and you know, behind them, you just have a forest full of these tall, beautiful trees. They have, uh, you know, outdoor pools. And anyway, the, basically the lions and hyenas, they're able to see each other. Obviously they can smell each other. And it's a very, uh, it's a, just a very unique exhibit just regarding what they do. They're able to rotate them. So, you know, on one day, the lions could be on one part of the habitat. The hyenas will be on the other part of the habitat and then vice versa. And it's a great way to stimulate these animals just to stimulate them you know that they are intelligent so think about the not only the sights but the sounds and the smells and it's just such a great way to stimulate the animals in captivity and i think like i said this is like the future of zoos this is what they're doing and i just thought it was such a unique exhibit and i got to i have to brag i got to help with the training session with the spotted hyena and if you follow me on my social channels or have watched my Africa videos, you know, I am obsessed, obsessed with hyenas. And I've never seen one that close. I've seen them in the wild in Africa, but obviously a wild animal, you can't get that close. I mean, I think the closest I've seen a hyena, oh, maybe in the wild was maybe, I don't know, 10 feet away, which is super close, but it was running, you know, it wasn't just, you know, standing there and kind of sitting there. And so my first impression, we worked with two hyenas, my first, and actually two hyenas who were from uh, Germany, interestingly, from a zoo in Germany. I can't remember their names, but tune in to the Animals to the Max webisode because then I'm sure they'll <laughs> get their names mentioned there. But um, there were two hyenas captive bred in a zoo in Germany, but my first thought was how big they were. Their paws were massive, and I... I just, I didn't realize her paws were that big. And I remember, um, I was so thankful to go with my fiance, Samantha. And she looked at me and said, oh my goodness. Like I had no idea how cute they were. I mean, cause you know, hyenas, let's be honest. They get a really bad rap of being nasty, vicious creatures who, you know, steal food from lions. And you know, they they really aren't adored as much as some of your other species, like the lions and you know, stuff like that. But yeah, they're really cute. And, um, just their paws are a lot bigger, but so we were doing something, we were doing a um, kind of a training routine behavior, like w with target training to where the, the two female hyenas are trained to touch targets and then you reward them with a meatball. So I have the, kind of these long tongs are probably like, I don't know, 12 inches long, these tongs. And we give them a, basically once they touch the target with their nose, um, you know, if they do that correctly, of course, positive reinforcement, we give them a horse meatball or carnivore diet meatball. And it was just such such a such an amazing experience i mean I, i've never i'm like speechless now thinking about it one of the coolest animal encounters i've had you know i mean who would have thought like training a hyena like are you serious so that was an amazing thing and then this is something they did which i have to give a special thanks first of all to the staff at the turtleback zoo to uh caitlin to mike the director to aaron to all the you know amanda all the all the keepers that helped us out but they actually took us behind the scenes in the building, in the carnivore building where the lions and hyenas, where their dens are at night. So this is obviously off, you know, the public can't go in. This is, um, you know, behind the scenes. And so we were able to go in and, you know, uh, I, I helped with kind of preparing one of their diets with the horse meatballs. 
We were able to see their dens up close. We're able to see their uh, male lion, who's actually, he's, he's pretty small now. He's really young, but we got to see their young male lion who's off exhibit. Who they who they rotate on and off? It depends. You know, some days you could come and see. Uh, they have they have two female lions, a mother and a daughter, and then uh, they they rotate them off exhibit with the male lion. They haven't yet kind of put them together yet, but they will do that eventually. They're just kind of waiting for this guy to get older. But it was just so cool just to hear him roar and just uh, such a such a such a neat time. We're able to go on top of the of the building of the Africa building and just you get a great view of the whole zoo and. Sorry, I'm not trying to brag. I just, this was just such a neat experience. And so, and I'm so happy we were able to film. So definitely make sure to check out those webisodes, the Animals to the Max webisodes. A lot of people are like, okay, well, when are they airing or when are you going to be debuting them? So I do not have an exact date and it honestly all has to do just with the editing process. So basically we film, we submit the footage to my editors and then I think I'll kind of get a better idea, but I'm, I'm assuming they'll probably be out within the next few weeks. And so cannot wait for you guys to see those and kind of, kind of just see, you know, what it was like filming there behind the scenes and oh, so much fun. Okay. So I know you guys are probably wanting to listen more about the today show. Sorry. I kind of went into the zoo thing a lot, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so the today show, what an amazing experience, uh, like say 26 or 27th time. I'm I actually have to check. I think it's 26, but maybe 27, but this, once again, a very unique experience working with the Turtleback Zoo, the Binghamton, I can't even talk, the Binghamton Zoo, and then my friend Fung Lu, one of the world's best bird trainers from Animal Behavior Woo! and Conservation Connections. I have to get a breath. Hold on. Let me get a breath for a second. That's a lot. I need a drink of water. All right, here we are. I'm back. Sorry, I'm like, mouth was so dry. I'm trying to get all those names in there. So we're super excited for the Today Show. I got the biggest surprise. I woke up that morning and I checked my email. And mind you, I mean, we get up pretty early. I think I was up around like five-ish, I think, six o'clock. So around four o'clock my time, Idaho time. But I got an email from my producer and he said, hey, just, you know, FYI, Jenna's mom, Laura Bush, the former first lady, might be joining you on the spot this morning. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, what? A former first lady? This is a historic person. This is not, I mean, mind you, I have met some really neat and talented people. I've met a lot of celebrities doing these appearances, but I've never been, like, this was like, I was just over the moon, just literally over the moon, thinking, wow, like, how did I, I just, I still can't wrap my, my brain around it. Like, how am I able to, I, I'm going to what? Like, she's going to help me in this segment. She's going to have a cockatoo, take a dollar from her hands. Like, I'm just, anyway, super excited. When you have someone of that stature, you can't, there was definitely something where I wasn't able to publicize that. So none of the handlers knew. The only people that knew, uh, my fiance knew, and then our friend Christina knew. She came along with us. But uh, other than that, no one besides the show, the producers, all the animal handlers had no idea. And so it was so crazy. We arrive to Megan Kelly's studio, uh, 6A, which tapes right across from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, which that's <laughs> was such a... Yeah, such 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 an um, iconic floor. The old Tonight Show with Jack Parr, I believe, used to tape in that area. Conan O'Brien, late night with Conan O'Brien. 
It was the first time I'd ever been on that floor. On a side note, uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers is taped in that same building, but it's upstairs um, along with SNL. So first time I've been on that floor, but we arrive and I'm talking to my producer and all of a sudden these these guys, these two big guys in suits come up and they say, walk forward, continue to walk, to walk, do not look behind you and take an immediate right. And it was Secret Service. And I was just like, oh my goodness, like Secret, what, what Secret Service? And so... That's, of course, when Laura Bush entered and they wanted to make sure that she was safe. And I didn't realize that she would still have Secret Service. And I think a couple of you on my Facebook, they're like, wait, what? She still has Secret Service? But yes, she does. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't as intense a security, of course, as I'm sure it would be for, you know, our current president now or for Obama's because it has been some time. But yeah, definitely had the Secret Service protecting her. But she was so sweet. I mean, she just was super nice. And so we basically had planned for her to help us in the part of the segment to, uh, there's this part where we like to talk about wildlife conservation and how one of Fung's birds, a beautiful rose-breasted cockatoo, highly intelligent bird, by the way, very intelligent from Australia. Basically, Fung has trained this bird to take dollars from audience members during his live bird shows. And then the bird takes it back to Fung and they donate it to conservation. Like 100% of the proceeds go to conservation. So it's a great thing. And I'm so happy to exhibit that behavior on TV. You know, it's one thing, you know, on, you'll see other animal segments and, you know, even sometimes with mine, you know, you'll see, you know, I'll be there, I'll talking, you know, I'll be talking about a bird or you'll see a bird on TV and it's just on a glove. No offense. It's kind of boring. So when you're able to have a bird demonstrate a behavior to show the intelligence, like to take a dollar from, you know, former first lady, uh, Laura Bush, that's, that's a pretty incredible thing. And so that is what we had planned on doing. And anyway, it was, uh, oh, just so happy to just so happy that, uh, <laughs> that behavior worked out. And so basically we were, uh, able to film the segment, uh, you know, we had a live studio audience, everything went fairly good. We started out with the pygmy goats and, and, and mind you, if you have not been able to see the segment, please go to my website, uh, corbinmaxi.com, click on in the media. And it's the first thing that will pop up is that appearance, or you can go on Facebook or, uh, or Twitter and, uh, just kind of scroll down and you'll find the link to the segment. But it was just such a, just such a phenomenal time. And you know, I've been doing this for so long. I think it's been, I think about 15, 15 years, 14, almost 15 years. And it's just every time it gets me, I mean, I, every time, you know, things just, I just, yeah, it's just, it was just one of those moments. And, you know, you know, former first lady, she was so nice and so generous. And she, you know, the, we were, you know, the behavior went out without a flaw. It kind of was paused. It was, it was a little stalled. There is a lot of distractions when you do these live studio segments because, you know, you have an audience and there's lights and, you know, you have cameras and you have handlers. And so it took the the cockatoo Buffett, that was his name, named after Jimmy Buffett, or no, excuse me, Warren Buffett, uh, Buffett, but it took him a little while in, you know, in, in TV land uh, to finally get that, to get, you know, the attention of the dollar held by the former first lady. But when he did, it was just... Oh, it was just great. And he was able to take the dollar back to Fung, put it in Fung's pocket, and then go back and deliver the dollar back to the former first lady. So just incredible. Uh, you know, we were also on with Kathy Lee, who is amazing. I love working with Kathy Lee. I don't know if she feels the same about me, but she's always a good time. And 
she never she's always i mean oh my goodness because all the animals i usually bring on stink like to all high heaven and so she knew immediately she thought the penguin stunk aurora the african penguin but uh, it actually was the porcupine quilliam who the uh, north american porcupine we had on last and she could smell it all the way across from the studio and so we had quilliam come out last and if you watch it he literally is just walking around the studio audience he is smelling people he is trying to scent mark because he is in his prime two years old he is ready to find a mate it was just so funny and it was just it was magic how when jenna bush and kathy lee were just like oh my goodness talking about the smell and how jenna's like i think quilliam you know he's looking for a mate and i think kathy lee it's you and quilliam went right towards kathy lee i mean you just can't when you work with animals on these segments, you have no idea what is going to happen. We don't ever make the animals do anything, you know, anything they don't want to. Animals literally take over. Like no one even touched Quilliam that day. He got out of his carrier and he just walked around and did his thing. And there was no telling what he would do. He might have, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He might have just uh, went somewhere else in the audience. But for him just to go straight to Kathy Lee, it was just magic and even, you know, the same with the cockatoo flying the dollar to Kathy Lee. And it was, uh, oh, it was just such a fun time. And, you know, I'm so happy, you know, you know, obviously we have so much fun doing these segments and it is entertaining, you know, for people, for audiences. I was so happy to able to touch on some points like regarding, you know, animal conservation and, you know, and, and the work that, that these zoos are doing, even regarding like the African penguin. I mean, just being an endangered animal and just highlighting zoos like the Turtleback Zoo who participate in you know a species survival program to ensure the you know the uh, survival of the species we also you know of course worked with the Bing binghamton zoo <laughs> binghamton i can't say it i'm sorry guys but you know we had two of their seven month old pygmy goats zeus and athena and those two goats participate in goat yoga and the, all those proceeds go to a green initiative people are lining out the door to have zeus and athena just hop and crawl all over you and well not crawl but you know walk goat walk and uh all of it goes to conservation i think it's so important the same with the with the cockatoo i think it's um, you know amazing that all the money that fung raises when he is traveling around the country um doing these shows all the money that the bird brings back it goes back to these conservation programs saving wild birds and wild habitat so as much fun you know these segments are super fun but i i take my job very seriously trying to highlight those facts because that it's great to get the word out and that, you know, these zoos and facilities are making a difference. So there's my spiel, but thank you so much just for all the support and tuning in and, you know, listening to this podcast. I promise you that the next podcast, we have a great guest, uh, you know, and it's going to be more animal related. It's not going to be just all focused on the Today Show and this and that, but I thought it was important to kind of share the experience with you. And hey, if you're still listening, you know, on you know, episode 14, you're obviously somewhat interested in this journey. So, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, just been quite a wild ride. But with that said, the next episode, I'm super excited. We're gonna get back, like like I said, once uh, once again in the animal field. I talk with my friend Sam from the Adventure Aquarium in Camden, New Jersey. She uh, talks about basically becoming a uh, marine animal biologist we talk about her job her relationship with an octopus yeah that's correct an octopus named octavia this was 
insane to me how intelligent they are. So definitely stay tuned for that. But with that said, thank you so much. If you haven't already, follow us on the social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, just at Corbin Maxi. And uh, you can also check out CorbinMaxi.com. Check out the Today Show segment. But uh, thank you once again for listening. Stay tuned for next time. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. Please make sure to hit subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps me out. I also encourage you to check out CorbinMaxi.com. You can contact me there personally, even suggest a podcast guest, or if you just want to learn more about animals.